Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Older Adult to Geriatric Nutrition Answers podcast presented to you by LongTermCareRD.com. I'm Michelle, your host and presenter of today's episode. And today we're going to be talking all about building a nutrition care plan specifically for somebody who has dementia. Now, I just want to talk about something that happened in the last week, and that was we had an educational virtual seminar on wound care nutrition specifically for dietitians. So it was so fantastic to have everybody that was there. So thank you. We had over 40 dietitians that participated. And if you couldn't be there virtually, you were able to get the slides and the presentation afterwards. And it was a really great discussion afterwards. And it actually is available on the website now. And I'm going to link that in the show notes. So if you really want to know what the current literature says about wound care nutrition specifically for what dietitians should be recommending, I mean energy, calories, fluids, protein, arginine, zinc, citrulline, uh, protein supplements, what does it all say? I went over all of that in the presentation. And if you go to the link in the show notes for the presentation, you will get a copy of all of the slides so it's all written down for you so you don't have to try to remember everything. I really want to put out information for you guys that helps you in your daily practice. So it's applicable and it's something that you can actually use, not just theory. That is something that I really want to go against because I know what I find helpful and that really is give me practical tips. And so that is exactly what my podcast is about. That's exactly what the articles on the website are about. So I really hope that everything is helping you. Um, So check out the link in the show notes and you'll be able to see exactly what I cover in the webinar and you can get it today. Okay, so I've covered in a previous episode how to build a nutrition care plan in general and I will give you a link in the show notes. I, I pose all of this for free so I have tons of nutrition care plan examples on the website and you can use these right away. They are just free information because I know especially when I was starting out as a new dietitian Nutrition care plans in the MDS system were the two things that I had the most problems with because you know that those are going to be audited the most when you get an audit. So I want to break it down as easy as I can for you and that's what I'm going to be doing. So specifically what I'm going to focus on with a patient with dementia is the loss of independence with eating because loss of independence with eating will happen to almost every single person that has dementia if they obviously live long enough to get to that stage. So building a nutrition care plan for somebody who has dementia, it is always an evolving process and you constantly need to be reassessing. A patient with dementia will change constantly over time. So the nutrition diagnosis, the interventions and monitoring and evaluation will continue to change with it. So I'm specifically gonna focus on how dementia affects nutrition. But just know that if you have somebody with dementia, you are constantly reevaluating because the nutrition interventions don't last for every single stage of dementia. So if we look at how a patient with dementia loses their independence with eating, the dietitian needs to build a care plan that reflects what the interventions are that are going to be needed. So the basic building blocks of a nutrition care plan are the nutrition problem or diagnosis, what are your nutrition goals, and the nutrition interventions. And if that sounds familiar, obviously it's because just it's the basic nutrition care process. 
So if you have performed the nutrition care process for your patient, then you will just have to restructure it for your nutrition care plan. So you don't need to reinvent the wheel and do the whole nutrition care process over again. You're just dragging and dropping essentially what you've already done. So for this example, we'll go with the loss of independence with eating. So that's our nutrition problem. We do not put dementia as the nutrition problem or diagnosis because the dietitian you obviously cannot cure and you cannot resolve dementia. Nobody can. So the nutrition problem or nutrition diagnosis, whatever you want to call it, is what you're going to try to reduce the effects of. You may find that with a patient with dementia, you have multiple nutrition problems and you have multiple nutrition diagnoses and that's okay. For the nutrition care plan, you're going to deal with each one separately though. So it's not one large care plan. For every nutrition diagnosis, you're going to have separate nutrition interventions and a different monitoring and evaluation plan. So for this example, I'm just going to focus on the one. So if somebody has lost their independence with eating, what's the nutrition diagnosis? Remember, you're still going to use the standardized nutrition terminology. So we're going to go with self-feeding difficulty. Self-feeding difficulty is a really common nutrition diagnosis, especially in elderly individuals in general, as they progress in their stays in long-term care homes, but especially in those who have dementia. So when you build your nutrition care plan, your entire goal is essentially to manage their ability to feed themselves, and you want to promote independence as long as you can. So if you want to figure out, well, how do I phrase the nutrition problem or diagnosis in a nutrition care plan? Remember, when auditors come in, they want to see that these are personalized and individualized. Use the patient's name. So you're going to say something like, Mrs. Smith has self-feeding difficulty. That's the problem. You can keep these short and sweet. Some people will teach you right in first person, PES statement style sentences, but that's not my style. I've never been like that and I've always passed audits. I've never had a problem with that. So. I prefer to be straight to the point. I include the patient's name and the nutrition diagnosis. And um, like I said earlier, you may have multiple, but we're just going to focus on one here. So what are the nutrition goals? This is where you can really expand and you have to be detailed in what the goals are. I typically recommend having more than one nutrition goal, but sometimes you can only come up with one and that's okay. So. Typically though, I promote having more than one nutrition goal, but for someone, something like self-feeding difficulty, you may only have one. Um, if it's something like, we'll take a different example, wound healing, well, you're gonna have more than one nutrition goal. It might be to have adequate food and fluid intake, to have adequate protein intake, to improve uh, wound healing surface area, something like that. That's where you might have more than one nutrition goal. But for this one, you want to be able to find out what the patient wants their nutrition goal to be as well. So if you can include them in the discussion, if they're able to do that, then that's great. Um, maybe your patient just wants full assistance at meals and that's okay too. Maybe they want to feed themselves. You need to find out what they want their goal to be before you set the nutrition goals. So we'll just go with how to phrase the nutrition goal. And let's say we talk to Mrs. Smith and she says she does want to feed herself. Well, then Mrs. Smith will have the ability to feed herself at meals. If you notice in our nutrition goal here, it's personalized, which means her name is included. And there's a nutrition goal focused on her ability to eat for herself. And you can also have a nutrition goal. It has to have some type of measurable aspect for it. So it can be a date, 
it can be a weight, it can be a percentage, all of these are designated to Mrs. Smith, but you want it to be focused on the specific nutrition goal that you're setting. So she will be able to feed herself at breakfast and lunch and then supper she will be provided with assistance. It might be something like that because sometimes as the day goes along these patients get more and more fatigued and sometimes they need a little bit more help. So just make sure that you're really looking at what their specific goal is and then you're going to move on to the nutrition interventions. These are all going to be focused on promoting independence at meals because that was our goal as best as you can. So you are transcribing essentially what are your nutrition interventions into this care plan. Well, you might have multiple here as well. So it could be Mrs. Smith will be provided with wide-handled utensils at all meals because we know that that can increase independence at meals in people that have trouble with regular slim uh, utensils. Next it could be Mrs. Smith will be provided with soup in a two-handled mug at all meals. Again, that can promote independence. Three, Mrs. Smith will be provided with a grip mat under her plates at all meals. Again, it promotes independence at meals. You're seeing a theme here. And number four, Mrs. Smith will be offered mealtime assistance at all meals when she requires or requests. Because you still want to leave the option open that if she does need assistance, it is available. So do you notice though that with every nutrition intervention listed here, it has been tailored specifically to Mrs. Smith. They are specifically aimed at increasing her independence at meals. If an auditor came through and they read through the care plan, they would know exactly how to serve Mrs. Smith her meals, what her diet type is, where she eats her meals, her weight schedule, where her meal intake is recorded and how frequently, how much food and fluids she receives daily, her snack schedule, specific diet instructions. So make sure that you have all of these in your nutrition care plan in addition to this nutrition diagnosis. So that's all. I hope that was helpful. Closing thoughts though is that dementia is the biggest problem that a dietitian will face managing in long-term care because the patients are constantly changing over time. With dementia it may change rapidly or slowly over time and it's very hard to keep your thumb on what's currently going on. If you're a dietitian working with the elderly you need to understand dementia and how to manage their nutrition care plan. So I am going to be developing um, our next educational seminar is going to be on dementia and its impacts on nutrition. So if you want to sign up, just shoot me an email, longtermcarerd at gmail.com. I'll put the contact information in the links in the show notes. Um, but I hope that was super helpful for you. Be sure to like and follow the show on your Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at longtermcarerd. Find the website at www.longtermcarerd.com. And in the show description notes, you will find a link to everything that I talked about today. So I hope that was really helpful. Hope you have a great week and I'll see you guys again soon.